following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Nice. Yes, very nice to get that money to come to you in color. Good morning. Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk. Later or whenever you really want us on our app or website. I mean, we're there when you're, you know, when you want us to be there. We're on your schedule, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It is Thursday, February 8th, 2024, even though it feels like uh, April 8th out there. Not Easter Bunny coming soon. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Where's my. Here's my hollow <laughs> chocolate bunnies. Come yeah. on. No, we're waiting for Cupid. Oh, yeah. Which, Valentine's oh, Day. Which today is the last day. If you've made Valentine's for seniors, oh. drop it here at KSCP Building. Oh, University that's right. at 280 and 94. Yeah. Thank you, Lex. Yeah, this please. One, one, this. this is it. <laughs> Make no mistake. Anyway, I um, uh, don't know why I just busted out with that, but yeah. It's the last day. So yeah. please get, get them into us. Please, mm-hmm. please, please. Oh, we have some really fun, creative ones, too. Lots of handy ones from children and very nice. Oh, children. Yeah. Write a message oh. inside. It'll make a senior's day. Yeah. And this is, uh, and thanks, by the way, to David at First Equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what we do, I mean, we could literally uh, do a chicken leg, uh, egg laying contest, and David would help us out with it. So thank you, David at First Equity. Oh, yeah. If you're looking for a mortgage, where do you go, Lex? First equity, David. <laughs> it just feels weird to just scream David when you're saying you're looking for a mortgage without uh, being like, that's the sorry, keyword you use at mytalk1071.com. I need to set you up better. Let me try this. Yeah. Lex, let me try okay. this again. You ready? You. you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Hey, Lex, if you're looking for a mortgage and you go to our website, what's the keyword? David. There you go. I apologize. Yeah. There you go. I always am like, wait, how uh, do I, I answer know. this? Um, that was, that yeah, was I wonder when people meet David from First Equity if the first thing that comes out of their mouth is David. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, I wonder if him. they do scream at him. <laughs> David. David! <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, we do say it together in their commercials, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder. I've never asked him that, but I would not be surprised. Yeah. He's really good at doing his own, you know, sometimes not in this market, uh, but I remember in the Chicagoland market, there, there are just some owners. And I and I mean this, I'm not speaking to anyone. And I, we, Lex, you, you and I, we've done ads with various companies over the years. Yeah. But I got, there are just some proprietors that shouldn't do their own ads. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yep. They should. And don't, don't put your kid in them. Nobody wants to hear from your kid. You know what I mean? Just uh, oh god. Sometimes Sh- those can be done well, though. They but, can't. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them. But oh god. Yeah. And then there's a local, hire the professional. Yeah. Then yeah. there's a local smoke uh, company owners that totally you know do it right, and then mm-hmm. they become celebrities in their own right. Chris Lindahl. Yeah. You know uh, whether whether oh. you roll your eyes at him or not, and he doesn't even mind that. I mean, you can't deny. You know who he is. Yeah. So, yeah, true. Yeah, there used to be this guy in upstate New York, Billy Fusillo, and he owned a bunch of used car lots, and his tagline was, it's going to be huge. <laughs> you really? still remember it. Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, here's a, here's a, a commercial of Billy Fusillo talking to God. <laughs> 
Yes. You know, speaking of, we just talked about the Bible, but yeah, we did, actually, yeah, Billy yeah. Fusillo uh, from Fusilla Hyundai. Here he is. Oh my lord! I never thought there were so many Hyundai's here in heaven. They're building new roads to accommodate all these new Hyundai's that get over 30 miles a gallon, that have 10-year warranties. It's very similar to Ridge Road in Greece. They're enlarging that road to accommodate all the Hyundai's that are going to be sold because you know they get over 30 miles a gallon. It's the best buy in the market. It's huge, Rochester. Huge! <laughs> Great Billy Fusillo. Oh. Well, you know who should take that and make us a, a movie? Adam Sandler. Oh, oh yes, about him. About yes. him, or or some reimagining, or what what he thinks might be the reality of what his life was, or just well, a car salesman. Well, you know who I'm thinking of as far as a, a spokesperson for their own company that actually did well. Who's that? Yeah, I, I'm drinking. Down at Mike's Golf Shop. <laughs> where we buy golf. That's right. We buy golf clubs. Uh-huh. Mike's Golf Shop. What's it called? What, what do you do? Come on over here. Uh-huh. We buy golf clubs. <laughs> over at Mike's Golf Shop. Uh-huh. Come on down here. What do you do? We buy golf clubs. Yeah. That's right. We buy golf clubs. What do you do? We buy golf clubs. What do you do? We buy golf clubs. We buy golf clubs. Not <laughs> <laughs> seeing the damn it. Now that's now that's that's when you do your own commercials. Yeah. And you shoot it on your own iPhone. That's that's the beauty of that <gasps> commercial. No microphone. Nope. Just no screen. fancy camera lex. It's just his uh, iPhone eight. Yep. In a parking lot. In horizontal mode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I love a good local commercial. Oh, my God. Well, that roller skating one that I play in Butt Drugs uh, when we do the classic. Oh, yeah. That was locally made. Oh, yeah. Butt Drugs in Indiana. But, yeah, there's nothing better than just an unintentionally funny local commercial, whether it be TV or radio or whatever. So, so good. Ugh. Uh you know what else is good, Alexis? That's right. Oh, and when oh. we come back, yeah, yeah, you're good. And when we return, our series uh, Oscar Big Fat Movie Reviews continues. She's going to be reviewing uh, Paul Giamatti's The Holdovers. Hey, everyone, it's Alexis. Last year, I enrolled in My Genetics by Health Partners to get a better understanding of my genetic health risks. This community health research study with no cost genetic testing can help detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. But I also got to learn more about my ancestry breakdown and lots of interesting genetic traits, like if I'm prone to snoring, my caffeine metabolism, and even my earwax type. To learn more, visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But ask first, please. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> yep, consent is very important. Yeah. Ask me. I mean, I'll probably say yeah, but... Yeah, you don't... No, 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 no for me. Yeah. Okay. I won't ask you. Think that. so. <laughs> 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 I'll give you a hug. Okay. That's nice. Peck on the cheek, can I? Uh, anyway. Yeah, that, um, that that's fine, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, we're the three of us made an unofficial commitment uh, to try to knock out as many Oscar-nominated movies as possible, Best Picture nominees. And we're, we're I mean, yeah. I, I don't mean to brag about us, but I'm going to. We're doing pretty darn good. <laughs> we're kind of doing it. We say this every I mean, year, we and do, we but, fail. Uh, but we fail miserably. <laughs> we do. We fail, Lex. We <laughs> historically for our show, yeah, we fail miserably. Miserably. There was one year we didn't see a damn one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Not a single one. We Not we a single one. <laughs> Lex and I are like, so I don't know. Yeah, no. we'll see it eventually. And then it's like, oh. We, no, no, no. We oh, didn't. it's Oscar night. It's Oops. Up. Yeah, whoops. What, but what's that's, that? <laughs> yeah. But, but it's different this year, Jay. Different right. this year. Yeah. Alexis, Holly, and I were busting butt to bring you quality Quality reviews of the Oscar-nominated movies. Here we go. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Oscar movie. <laughs> what do we have, Lex? I watched the holdovers on Peacock. Especially after your glowing review, Jace. I said I gotta watch this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't think I liked it as much as you did. Okay. However, I liked it. And. Well, a couple things. It was really fun to see Boston. You know, I went to college in Boston, so it was really fun to see. I mean, they also showed, like, like Chinatown and um, mm-hmm. some scenes along the Freedom Trail, which was, you know, really cool. It's not some of the places that you necessarily always see in Boston. So that was really fun. And I love the concept of it's a private boys' school, and most of the students and faculty go away for the holiday, for Christmas and New Year's, for the two-week time period. They, they go back home, and there are some, some who can't, and there's always a teacher assigned to stay with those students. And because of different circumstances, it ends up being three people who are the holdovers. Paul Giamatti's character, he's the pr- professor or teacher. Um, Divine Joy Randolph, who's Mary, the head cook. And then Angus Tully, played by Dominic Sessa. Those three hanging out together in the dorm. And the thing that's crazy, because it is a boarding school, is that the school, you know, you think these are it's a private school. The families are paying a lot of money to send their children there they turn the electricity off and the heater off except for the infirmary so they're sleeping in the infirmary (laughs) except for mary Mm -hmm. so that in and of itself is just kind of ridiculous (laughs) and funny and just some of the kind of cheap ways that the school manages to um, operate which is just kind of kind of fun so you see the privilege you see the different classes and and what that means so there's a lot of commentary about you know the 
social and society in general. Um, I felt that the first half was kind of slow. It took a while to get there. The characters were mostly unlikable, except for Mary. I did not like them for a very long time. And I thought, ooh, I don't know if this is really good. (laughs) And then they kind of both meet in their depression and sadness. And then start to understand each other, which, of course, you know, that's what we want to see, right? A turning point in the story. And the second half, I absolutely loved. So I Mm. think it was kind of a slow start for me. Mm. And eventually we got there and I liked it. Uh, But there were a lot of great things, uh, like talking about an absent dad, Mm -hmm. talking about old classmates and colleagues that you see. If you're not quite where you want to be, how do you answer? How are you doing? Or what are you up to? And do those people always have the right to your story? And the conclusion, at least I got from the holdovers, is no. I mean, he straight up lied. (laughs) So who lied, the student or Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti's character for another colleague who he went to. He went to high school. He he actually went to the the boarding school that now he teaches there and went to Harvard with this guy. And now he's back teaching at his high school. And so... Yeah, just... Um, he was embarrassed of wh- how his life turned out. Yeah. Interesting that Paul Giamatti, in this movie, The Holdovers, playing a similar character in another Alexander Payne movie, Sideways. Sideways, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is yeah. very brilliant because he's also playing a frustrated teacher who actually just wants to be a writer. And he's also mm. milling over the way that his life is unfolding before him. Oh, well, there are a lot of very, there are a lot of similarities mm-hmm. To this character dreams of of writing more um so what? yeah but i i still did, liked it i can see why you know there's buzz around it what did you think of the young man um because oh, like paul yeah paul's getting a lot of the as he should the acting accolades and buzz but i firmly believe that young man is so good angus yeah he's 21 uh, years old he's powerful very powerful yeah, the three leads I thought were really fantastic, and Mary, the chemistry yeah. that they have with each other. Um, yeah, it's palpable. I, I so I liked it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I again, I felt like it was just like the like my animal stories. Sometimes you know, it's like they get it better. better. It gets better, um, but I think it took a while to kind of establish the the relationship and who they are, and I didn't really like them. So um, it was a nice, nice turnaround there. And then even some of the other supporting casts, um, Carrie Preston, who's from the good wife, Lydia. Yep. From the good with Elsbeth, which, mm-hmm. by the way, isn't there a whole series about Elsbeth coming, coming out? Up. Yep. Oh, my gosh. On CBS. I saw the commercials. I, we loved her character. And so to see her just do her own thing. Yeah. Um, CBS pushed all too. of their CBS pushed all of their new stuff. Yeah. To the mid-season because of the strike, which is very smart. Smart. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you got Peacock, it's worth it. The yeah. holdovers. I probably loved it because I did love it. Yeah. Like, I still think about it. I, I loved that world. I loved 1971. <laughs> yes. I love they watched the newlywed game. <laughs> um, I, I probably, and I, I think it says, my... I, I, my Daddy issues probably made me uh, suck on to this a little bit more, like a Garfield on a car window in the 80s. Oh, for um, sure. I identified with this. So anytime that's, those types of stories hit me right straight in the heart, 
um, or a hook in my mouth. And it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm, and I actually, I, it's, it's funny. I didn't like them either, but in some movies that would like you would be a, a deterrent. Yeah. I, I liked not liking them. I oh, liked the did. fact that, oh, I liked that they were all, uh, <laughs> I didn't like any of the boys. Yeah. I didn't oh, like Paul. Little brats. Oh, I just, I just liked <laughs> Mary and that made me laugh. Well, see, uh, that's yeah. what I think is the, the, <laughs> the beauty of this movie is that you like Mary right away and you continue like she's the thread. Oh my God. I love Mary. And while you, um, really resonated with the Angus character and his relationship with his dad, yeah. I felt that way about Mary. And oh. not only as a mom, but also as a military brat. You know, my dad was a Marine. Oh, and yeah, Lex. her son went to, uh, well, he went to the, the high school. That's why she was working there. And because she couldn't afford college, he went to war. Yeah. Um, and, um, well, I don't want to give too much of the yeah, story yeah, away. Yeah. But, um, you know, that really highlights a lot of like some of the class and some of the privilege. And when you juxtaposition that with some of the kids who are whining about they can't go skiing in Vail, you know, or the food just, or the food uh, looks, or, the, or yeah. the food is terrible. Right. Yeah. Um, th- that without, you know, just like slamming it in your face and more showing it that I, I, I like the beauty of that part of the story where it's just kind of like, wow. Yeah. What a way to, to demonstrate that. And you really get that message in a soft yeah. way. The holdovers. If you have Peacock, it's available. And didn't you love Lex? You just watched the commercial to the beginning and then they left you alone. Yeah. Oh, right. On that's Peacock. great yeah. on Peacock. Yeah. It's like three and a half minutes. And, and then, then you just watch the movie. Yeah. No breaks. I'm like, hey, girl, I'll sit through three and a half minutes of uh, constipation commercials. <laughs> Yeah, I, that was brilliant. Ozempic, yeah, I'll do well, it. Well, and I, 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 and I thought about you too because you had mentioned you liked the font and even the, the oh! color, the color of the the, the film. Yeah, the color correcting of this movie. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant, and the fashion. Yeah, it's just the kid. Every, every again, the newlywood game. I just love everything. <laughs> right. oh, There's the lots whole, of smoking too. A lot. Oh my goodness! Well, but it was the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Early seventies. The holdovers on Peacock. <laughs> Oh, why am I don't mean to play that? I did. Oh my God! Sorry. Some deals. Yeah, there we go. New prizes <laughs> and listener rewards for the month. You can win and explore Minnesota Mystic Lake getaway. Enter to win all month long. Plus, we got tickets to Barry Manilow. Movie passes to the screening of Jennifer Lopez's new movie. This is me. Dot dot dot. Now, colon love story. A love story. There we go. Gift cards to Kowalski's, Cassettes, and more. How do you sign up for listener rewards, Lex? MyTalk1071.com or get our app and tap that app. Tap that app. Mm-hmm. You talk Michael Sarah and more with Holly when we come back. Back in a moment. Now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. Here's one from listener Karen. Why did the student take a ladder to school? It was a high school. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Yeah. Hilarious. From Alexis. So good. Oh, man. That was so good. Oh, I saw a dad joke in the bathroom last night. Oh, my God. Oh, do you remember it? Yeah, I do. Go okay. for it. All right. Here's a dad joke I saw <laughs> in a public restroom. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, All right. Ready. Like, can, we, can I get the intro again? I mean, I know it's not Alexis doing the dad joke. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, yeah, here, here we go. go. Uh, let me get it for you. And uh, 
Boom. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's good. By Holly. (laughs) Does February March? No, but April May. Hey! (laughs) Right! Hey, I saw it in a bathroom. That was good. How long were you in that bathroom, Holly? Oh, you know, just washing my hands, contemplating oh, okay. the world, and uh-huh. there yeah. they are up on the digital display. It rotates into a dad joke. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's nice. You know, uh, they entertain you while you're doing your hygiene. Yeah. yeah. I, love I that. like that. With dad jokes. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Holly has some Michael Sarah news coming up a little bit. I have uh, Paul Giamatti <laughs> okay. on Stern, but first. Oh, I heard that was really good. It was. But first, speaking of Holly Roberts, she's getting ready to host the Master Debaters. Let's debate, bro. Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right, you know. The Master Debaters. Okay, you just made it weird. Yeah. Here's Holly. Yeah, this is where Jason and Alexis go head-to-head debating semi-controversial, low-stakes topics. Yeah. They don't know them ahead of time. I'm going to assign them the position that they will take in the debate. And then we'll see who does the better job. And whoever does, they will be the master debater this morning. So I've got our first topic uh, up for debate. Now, I've noticed this one kind of going viral in the past season. You know, on the internet, people are talking. Mm. Is it okay to ask guests to take off their shoes? Ah, okay. Is it okay to ask guests to take off their shoes? Jason, you will be assigned yes, gross. Alexis, you will be assigned no, gross. (laughs) Okay. So, those are the uh, debate topics here. Jason, you are going to have 30 seconds on the clock to tell us why it is okay to ask guests to take off their shoes because it's gross. Because it's disgusting. Uh, You're tracking in a dog poo from the North Loop. You're tracking (laughs) in uh, bacteria. You're tracking in garbage. On the bottom of your feet, and if you're walking into a home with light-colored carpet, that's just disgusting. And in our climate, let's just talk Minnesota. You're bringing in salt, which can discolor carpet. You're bringing in salt that on hardwood can leave stains and can remove the finish off hardwood floors. Take off your shoes! (laughs) There's Jason. Take off your shoes. Now, Alexis... You have 30 seconds to debate the other half of that coin. Why it's not okay to ask guests to take off their shoes because, ew, gross. Yeah, ew, gross and rude. You need to prepare your guests. (laughs) Also, yes, the shoes might have the worldly whatever they're picking up, but people's toe jam and dander and dirty socks that they've walked around all over in. That is just nasty. I'd almost just want that instead. Plus, you know, you gotta warn your guests. Some people aren't prepared. They don't have socks and then their funky, nasty toenails are hanging out in jam. Woo, Alexa's coming in with some valid points at the end, but Jason wins it with the North Loop dog poop. (laughs) And tracked through your living room. 
But where do we really stand on that? Lex, where do you... You're I a take homo- my shoes off. I take them off. I would like if people did, but I also... I'm not that strict about it if they don't feel comfortable. Holly Roberts? It's climate conditional. If we're in oh, Minnesota yeah. in the wintertime, or if it's rainy or muddy or something like that, then take off the shoes. If it's not... And you're in a climate maybe where it's like sandals and we're okay, then you can go ahead and keep them on. But to Alexis's point, you gotta you gotta have some foot preparation. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be wearing some appropriate socks, not those mismatched ones with the holes in the toe. Or, you know, oh gosh, when was the last time you had a petty? Maybe it was uh, you know, pre pandemic. Four years ago, right? Oh you're looking yeah. like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where it's like Yeah, or something that <laughs> yeah. you'd be on TLC's My Feet Are Killing Me. You oh, know? oh, you still Ew. watching that, Jason? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm all about that girl. Nasty feet. I, bring I, a, I always have an extra pair of socks in my backpack. Do you? Yeah. Just in case, for a lot of reasons. But uh, that's one of go them. Go ahead and list those reasons off. Well, you know, if your, your socks you're wearing get wet, if you get cold, if... You, yeah, go into someone's house and the socks you're wearing aren't appropriate or you feel just, like, gross. Any kind of dampness on your socks is not good. Um, If you need an ice pack, you know, baggy, um, you know, equivalent, you can put them in socks. Uh, You can uh, put rice in it and heat it up to warm that up and, you know, get your muscles in neck pillow. Um, (laughs) You can, you know, make a little stuffed animal and make a kid's day. Uh, just put some stuffing in there, and some googly eyes. Um, Do you carry googly yeah. eyes with you too? <laughs> you know what? That's I should. Good. I really should. That's good, girl. That Any other uses for socks, anybody? Girl, that was real good. Oh man, that was real, real good. <laughs> well, we got time for one that was more. Real good, Lex. My God, that was good. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, our next topic up for debate will be our last this morning in the Master Debaters. We've got a semi-controversial, low-stakes topic that Jason and Alexis are debating. They don't know it ahead of time, but here it is. A three-hour phone call. Best friends forever or actual hell on earth. Alexis, you will be debating that this is a scenario BFF, best friends forever. Okay. And Jason, a three-hour phone call, you will debate that it's actual hell on earth. And we're going to start with you, Alexis. You have 30 seconds to tell us why a three-hour phone call means that you are best friends forever. Oh, because this is the time to really catch up with your friends, especially if you don't live in the same city or state. It's very hard to see each other. You got to do a really nice download of what's going on. Everyone needs their turn to say how they're doing, what's going on. And it's just a great way. If you can talk to someone for three hours, you are definitely best friends forever. And it's just a great time to catch up and Um, see what's going on. All right, there's Alexis telling us why a three-hour phone call means that you're best friends forever. Jason, it's your turn. You have 30 seconds now to debate why a three-hour phone call is actual hell on earth. Why are you calling me at all? Don't call me at all. Three minutes, three seconds, text me. I don't want a phone call. It can be an email. I don't want to talk to you. I don't care how long it is. Three hours? That's as long as Anatomy of a Fall, and I hated that movie. 
So think about how I'm going to feel about your phone call of three hours. If I didn't like you before that call, I'm going to hate you. And if I loved you before that call, I no longer love you. Bye-bye. Jason coming in with the threats of non-love for the victory. Oh, oh man. Gosh, oh, I know. I've gotten to the point where I don't want you to call me at all. No. It's yeah. so rude. Phone calls terrify me if they're not Thank pre-planned. You. Right, if, Holly? Yeah. I haven't had a three-hour phone call with a friend in such a long time. I used to have the capacity for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't know where that went. I do it often. Oh. <laughs> Colin will call me. As he's on his way home, because I get it, he uh, he calls me and he calls his mom. You don't even and want I a will... call from your husband? I really don't want a call from my husband. <laughs> I don't think I've talked to my husband on the phone in the decade that I've known him. For more than 10 minutes. Thank you, Holly. It, it no. is, it is dis- well, he's just talking about a phone call at all. Well, I'm talking about phone call at all too in, de- yeah, in a no. decade that I've been no. with my husband. Oh, no. I, no. I, it is so disconcerting to hear Thank his you. voice on the telephone. Oh I don't God, know what Holly. to do. Really? I just, yeah. I wish what is I wrong could with just... you two? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Not even a quick like, hey, this is what I'm do- we're doing tonight, and then that's it. You don't even no. want that. Here, I, let me. T- Colin would... will. No, here's Holly. Maybe you'll. Are you like texting and driving, or what? What's going on? So I will play me, and I'll also play Colin with a megaphone. Okay, here. This is here really go. quick. This is it. Okay. Hello? Hi. Hi. What's up? Uh, I'm just heading home. Where are you? 394. Okay. You're going to be home in like five minutes. Why are you calling me? Well, I just want to see what are we going to do for dinner. Yeah, you can ask me when you get home. <laughs> You're on 394. <laughs> oh okay, bye. And then he hangs up. That literally. Yeah, because you're being rude. No, I'm not being <laughs> that rude. That is it's, rude. That is ridiculous. You're on 394. You are moments from home. This conversation, unless maybe he could pick it up on the way home. Unless your penis is on fire, or Ow. like you are burning, or uh, and if a mountain lion is fi- is attacking you at that moment, it can oh wait. <laughs> yeah, a cougar spit your junk. Then call me. But maybe you should call 911 call first. from the hospital after you've been treated. Yeah. 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 Uh-uh. Literally have talked to my husband for 10 minutes on the phone. And if he called me, then I'd be like, oh, God. It's oh, bad news. Oh, God, what happened? Yeah. Oh. I don't even know. Wow. I would look at it and be like, what's his problem? Yeah. Wow. No, no, no. Yeah, no. We, we talk every day on the phone, and it's nothing like major. It's just, you know, quick, what's going on? Because usually it's from the car, and it's just so easy. It goes right through the speak. You know, you just go, poop, call. Okay, great. What's going yeah. on? Now, I think, yeah. let me put an asterisk. But then I also do have three-hour conversations with my bestie who lives in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's that. Oh God! Yeah, I I can only I think the only person Pound I have capacity my head for the cement. my mom, or my mom, my yeah. mom, yeah, my mom calls my brother too. Yeah, yeah. right. Let yep. me add it. Let me add an asterisk before we go to break. We're running late, and before I end up in oh, yeah. um, divorce court. Oh yeah, um, we don't need that. No. Um. Let me be clear. Uh. I'm. I'm. Uh. He most of the time is calling to be thoughtful and to see if we need him to pick up anything on the way home. Yeah, that's so yeah. that I appreciate. Appre- and he does. Yeah. He does keep it very short. Appreciate and that. Slash, I'm just having fun with this. So settle down, Colin.
Oh no, still I I hold, I hold my <laughs> That's so rude, Jace. You are rude. Yeah. I know I am. He's just I'm calling just a check like in and you're like No. You're nice about your don't position, Jason. I still hold mine where if my husband calls me, I'd be like, What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I no. I'm sorry. We'll We're just having fun here, everybody, okay? Yeah, settle down. Sure, Jan. <laughs> Website or app. It's Jace for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Last night I was mentioning I had my mom over, and of course we ran to Red for takeout. Uh, we went to uh, our Cheers Red Cow North Loop. You know what I got? It's my new obsession. I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you again. The Red Cow new kale salad uh, with a peanut vinaigrette uh, and just great flavor. And I'm full. Like, look, I, when I eat, I want even a salad. I want to feel full. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I have to go through the refrigerator and like uh, kind of look and graze. No. And then my trick, and Holly did this too, you add the crispy peanut shrimp. Yeah, get those shrimp! Salad. Right, Holly? Oh, oh my so God. Good. It's so good. That's one of their two new salads. They have a cob and the kale. Plus, they have some new sandwiches as well. So lots of new delights when you run to Red Cow. And head to go to the North Loop one. You just might see me. They have such a great staff where they treat everybody like family. So tonight, run to red. The big game is Sunday. If we say Super Bowl, we have to give the NFL and CBS $5. So we'll just call it the big game. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. And there's a big game commercial that you're loving, Holly. Oh, this is so brilliant. You know, yesterday, Jason and Alexis, we talked about the fact that a lot of Super Bowl ads are leaking early online. Mm. Yeah, we and, don't like that. Yeah, no, we don't, Lex. And we uh, want to be awaited to be awaited to be delighted. We yeah. want to watch them actually on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. But this ad, I love it so much. It is such a brilliant marketing campaign that it needs to have love before the big game on Sunday. And this is for CeraVe moisturizer. <laughs> You know it, you love it. Dermatologists <laughs> recommended. Now, this marketing campaign actually started mm, a couple of weeks ago, and we never got to this. But actor Michael Sarah has been spotted out and about in New York City, handing out Sarah V products to people on the street. He's been spotted at local drugstores in Brooklyn, autographing bottles of Sarah V moisturizer and leaving them in the drugstore. <laughs> Well, this is all crescendoing with a Super Bowl ad for CeraVe moisturizer that's directed by two of my favorite people in comedy, Tim and Eric, the comedy duo. Tim and Eric, Tim Heidecker, and Eric Warheim. And I'm going to play a little bit of the CeraVe commercial with Michael Sarah. You know, get the joke, Michael, Sarah, CeraVe. Mm-hmm. They fully leaned into it. So I want everyone to get moisturized right now. Okay. With Likes this, get moisturized. With the Super Bowl Ready. ad featuring Michael Sarah for Sarah V. I'm Michael Sarah, and I'm pleased to announce that this is my cream. Sarah V. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Generosity. The truth has been hiding in plain sight. I am Seraphine. <laughs> oh. Can human skin truly be this moisturized? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Ah. Massage. Ah. 
climbing a mountain. Let my cream hydrate you. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Skin, skin, skin. Talking to a narwhal. <laughs> Three essential ceramides. All day hydration. I'm telling them our story. Sarah V. Developed with Michael Sarah V. That's me. Oh my God! <laughs> now these brilliant—it's brilliant. Now one Super Bowl ad, guys. Rumored has it goes for about seven million dollars to air it during the big game. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! wow. So maybe we can see why they want to tease a little bit beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is brilliant. Brilliant marketing. I didn't realize until yesterday that Tim and Eric directed this commercial. So I just want to give kudos to the Sarah V people. Because this is amazing. Well, the visuals of that commercial are so funny. Exactly. Too. And you'll be able to see oh, that gosh. on the big game on Sunday. He's giving himself a massage. Yeah. But- and then he puts the moisturizer while he's rock climbing and oh moisturizes God. the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then he talks to the magical narwhal in its own yeah. language. <laughs> By the way, I submitted uh, a request to B. Arthur to uh, buy ad time during the Super Bowl for our show, and we were declined. Oh, for oh, laughing yeah. and leaking? We'd have yeah. a good concept, wouldn't we? Oh, we would have a fun concept. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, but she 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 didn't give us the money this year. So, oh, sorry. She went to CBS what with a jar of pennies and you know a half open bag of Parliaments. Exactly. They didn't go for that. We didn't even get nope. that. Oh, we didn't know. Oh, nothing. Okay. Nothing. No. Sorry. Oh. But we tried. We yeah. tried. Yeah, maybe, maybe next year. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't love the trend of releasing them early. Still, I complain about this every year. So I'm trying to avoid them. So I'm I'm actually not even going to watch the visuals. Of this Michael Sarah commercial oh, until oh, the commercial. Great. Oh, wait to be the, delighted. The game. Yeah. Cause that's I, I, I complain about it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just not gonna look at these things if I if I don't have to. Well, it played during the the commercial break over the holdovers right before on Peacock. Oh, so for it's you? Kind of yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. It's so lame. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> right. So lame. Wait for the game. Sometimes uh, you can't help it, is what I'm saying. Know. You know, it yep, just plays. Yep. When we come back, we can't wait for this second chance romance when we return. Fun and love, Jace. No, we're not.